Hey, welcome to The Conversation. You're listening to Andy Mason, and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family, and Business. And this is a continuation of the journey that we're currently on. We are, right now, I'm sitting in the Poconos, which is northern Pennsylvania, uh, surrounded by green trees. Uh, We've literally left our Airbnb with my daughter, and we are sitting in a... Uh, kind of a coffee shop lunch place uh, compensating them nicely with food so that we can sit here and do work and and record this for you so if uh, if you haven't caught up with the the, uh, story is go back over the last few episodes and you'll see this journey of hearing God and moving from the west coast to the east coast Uh, we thought it would go a lot smoother quicker simpler than has eventuated and you can hear that but a couple of podcasts ago I shared that we'd found a house was different than what we expected but amazingly beautiful it's going to be wonderful but it's, it's an adjustment of expectation but literally it's new hope that was released and the location is new hope pennsylvania so jump back a couple of sessions and you'll listen to that but uh in the process i was thinking we we're all on track uh closing end of july i can now kind of start to plan and have some different kind of fun which would be great over the next few weeks well then i get a call last week from my mortgage manager saying um the underwriters don't like your situation i was like what this is less borrowing than i had before and my income is forecast to be higher than before and the security from a bank's perspective i was a banker this is a no-brainer what is the problem and his comment was i know but now that this house search has taken so long like we thought this would be locked in probably three months ago because it's taken so long we're now in a new state and a new entity we're no longer on salary and we don't have or an underwriter looks at the entity that you've got doesn't have two years of financials well no and i could argue and say but i've been running that under the other entity or i've been running this in a different way but from a underwriter's perspective it doesn't fit the normal parameters key normal well nothing we do is normal it's always outside the box over the wall so when you get that kind of news when i got that kind of news my initial response was calmly at least i felt like i was in outside but inside freaking out wondering and hoping god has another phone call coming within the five minutes like now well there's no other phone call that came so after about five minutes i kind of pondered who do i need to talk to and actually in praying through that there was a couple of people that i really sensed i need to have a conversation with i've been through this once before in a way crazier situation with the house that we purchased in 2018 and i was oh jesus please don't let it be like that again because that was 12 months well it learn i learned through that in terms of involving people in the process which really is it's vulnerable but it's a fast track process to go deeper so my next response was to remember that very morning i've been reading psalm 40 this morning the very morning that we had that shock news and psalm 40 talks about god rescuing me out of a pit and putting me on a solid ground so i read it again and it says this 
I waited and waited and waited some more. That kind of emphasis. But the words, that's the passion translation. The emphasis is mine. So I'm going to read it again. I waited and waited and waited some more patiently, question mark, knowing. Are you you sure about? I'm not really sure if I'm knowing. But at least I'll say knowing that God would come through for me. Then at last, he bent down and listened to my cry. He stooped down to lift me out of danger from the desolate pit I was in, out of the muddy mess I had fallen into. Now, I like that word, now, he's lifted me up into a firm, secure place and steadied me while I walk along his ascending path. Psalm 40, 1-2, the Passion Translation, emphasis and comments are mine. Okay, so God's got this. He's completely relaxed. He's not in a hurry. But I need the money. I pause and I kind of imagine God, like I pray, turn aside. Okay, God, you've, you've got this. Like, is there, am I missing something? Am I, have I messed up? Am I running ahead? Nope. Actually, he, every sense that I have of him looking at me is only delight. Okay, and then I hear him say, will you trust me? Yes. <laughs> um, can, I, can I answer the, res- the affirmative with a question mark? Well, I guess I just did. Then he says again, do you trust me? Yes. But can I have some more information, like a plan, a strategy, an end picture of how and when this is going to work out good. Like, I know you're good. I know things work out good with you. But could I have some more information so that I could put my trust in the information? Oh, silence. And then I remember, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. So God, are you sure? I can trust you without understanding. Is it even responsible? Like, I'm a business guy. Like, we have a plan and a strategy. That's where we put our security and trust and confidence. Dang it. Okay. But this really doesn't feel easy or fun. Well, I guess there's nothing else to do because you have the words of life. There's no other solution. There is... Nothing on earth that compares to knowing you and walking with you. Okay, God, I trust you. Help me to trust you. Help me to walk this out in such a way that everyone who hears will stand in awe of God and fall in love with him. That's Psalm 40 verse 3. That's where I'm at. It's kind of raw. But what does trusting God look like? Here's... Here's my keys for you. Number one, listen and obey. I prayed and sensed I heard a couple of names of trusted people to call, so I did. That's always a vulnerable step because it's like sometimes you can feel stupid and like you've failed. But what I've learned is that it's a fast track to deeper relationships. And if you do that with someone that you sense you're being vulnerable with, I'm not putting my problem on them. I'm asking for their input and advice. Hey, what would you do? Have you got any thoughts, insight, comments on this journey? 
And if they cut you off, they were never a friend in the first place. So it just is going to deepen relationships or destroy them because you didn't have them in the first place. So it's better to know that now than get into a place where you really are in a hole and they don't show up. So in this case, it's always built deeper relationship. Uh, however, none of those people had an alternative solution. Uh, we did talk to an alternative provider. One of them suggested that. And the answer from that provider was exactly the same. As in, uh, the underwriter for the other company said exactly the same statement. So all of them confirmed to continue the direction we're headed. That's actually really good because that's wisdom is found in the multitude of counselors. Number two, continue walking. Do the things I need to do. Sign the forms, provide the information quickly. My tendency would be to procrastinate when I'm frustrated or I don't like it is I kind of kick and scream and go slowly. You cannot afford to do that, especially we've got closing and now three weeks time. So uh, that says something. If you're in the business, you understand this has to be done quickly. So there is a solution our mortgage manager has actually come up with he's, and he's in the process of pursuing. It's basically getting our loan approved based on my bank statements for the last two or last 12 months, which it should be. It seems to fit all the criteria. The only cost is it's higher. It's a higher cost, which from my perspective, I hate it. But when I look at God and his face again, he just seems completely unfazed, not worried about it, not concerned, not angry at me, not like, Andy, you screwed up again. None of that. He's actually quite relaxed. Actually, what he's like, the image that I had when I was praying through Psalm 40 is, of if you've ever seen a Facebook Live video, and if you're watching it, you can actually hit the like or the love button and it causes these likes, thumbs up and heart emojis to actually pop onto the screen as it's going. Well, the image that I had is my life like a video FaceTime, like a Facebook Live. And God was the one that was going like, 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 love, 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 love. Every now and then he comments, but very, very random. Like I wish there was a whole lot more comments, edits. Uh, rewinds, cleanups, none of that. He just loves the journey. It's like he is so enjoying watching me navigate the process. Uncomfortable for me, but he's actually really, really pleased. So I keep walking, even though paying money, which is completely unnecessary in my opinion, stinks. But, but God, the one that I'm wanting to please the most is actually really okay with it. So it's, there's something that I can't yet see. So number one was listen and obey. Number two, continue walking. Number three, process honestly. I love how the Psalms doesn't sterilize the process. It's they're candid. So be candid with what you're feeling. I'm disappointed. I'm scared. I'm angry. And I want to direct that to a person. But really, it's like God was the one that we followed the whole way through what if I'd done something different at a different time, but at no point have I sensed or been led or counseled those ways. So I'm walking the way and he's pleased with the process. I'm not. So don't let my frustration spill over to undermine the knowledge of God to my family or community. I've got to process that in a healthy way, which is alone with him, write it down. But then don't give that to your family, give that to God. And then you get to 
What are you going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to continue that process. One, two, three. I expect an answer today, which is going to mean that we have the funding at a higher cost, but something that can get us in and moving forward. And I don't need to sweat the things. It might be $150 extra per month, which in the big scheme of things, we can afford. In the big scheme of things, it makes really, in the light of eternity, it's not going to make any difference. But it does push past my desire for control. So, what about you? God's asking you, will you trust me? Will you let go control of what you think you know and walk with me? And what is your response? Here's what Psalm 30, 16 to 17 says. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, the Lord is great. As for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord keep me in his thoughts. God, you are my helper and my savior. Oh my God, do not delay. Watch this space and we'll give you an update next week.